Hey, welcome to Lux, the podcast. My name is Margot Morin, America's Catholic sweetheart. Ooh, and I'm the funeral guy who's kind of mad that Lazarus is now not dead. <laughs> wow, okay. Jesus yeah. is cutting into my budget. Right, right. Yeah, Lazarus. We... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that last week? Did we talk about that already? Yeah, yeah. Well, I put it on Facebook. Yes. That, that was my description, where Stephen calls Lazarus, Lazarus. The, the whole time. time. But you never noticed it. I did notice it, but it, oh. was, it wasn't like you were going to fix it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you were going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, Lazarus from now on. You know what? We need to change these names. <laughs> That's what we'll John, do. John, what happened? what happened to Mary? We, or Peter, Right, you know? right. Let's go back to the good old days. <laughs> Well, we don't have that kind of power, Stephen, but what we do have yes. is the upcoming Sunday Gospel. That is right. We're going to look through it. We're going to learn a little. We're going to understand it. And we're going to talk about our own experience of it, hopefully to inspire our listeners to think about their own experience. And that's all under Lux. That's what spells Lux. Yes. That's what we're here for. And listeners, we're coming from our brand new studio. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. Yeah, we're, we're sitting at a table. We're in my we second are. bedroom. We have... A couple of weeks ago, you helped me put these um, things on the wall. Sound blockers, yeah. yeah. It's very pro. And now, listener, Stephen is staring directly at my face, and he has not blinked since we sat down. It's eerie, <laughs> and it's unnerving, but we're going to be fine. So we always start with a... Ice break. Breaker. Oh, were we... <laughs> doing it together, but no, I guess not. <laughs> okay, here's our icebreaker questions this week. Tell us about how you feel about houseplants. Oh. And a person you know named Beth. Beth. I, I know a Beth. She is a manager at a Catholic Artwork Camp. Okay. That's all I know. There you go. Um, I really like houseplants, but I have cats. And right. they um, they do not like to leave a houseplant unbothered. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of tricky, but I do really like them. And um, my uh, right now I have <laughs> – I ended up with shamrock plants that – when everyone gifted. like yeah, yeah i gave to people and then when they left the job they left them with me mm-hmm. see and now i have this huge these huge shamrock plants they're really cool yeah yeah and they're they're they turn red mm, they're kind of purple underneath Pur- oh, yeah underneath. Okay. and i brought one for you today oh per- and you also have your onion your sea onion right I have a sea onion yeah. which is neither an onion nor from the sea right it's just a weird looking succulent has yeah. weird looking flowers and it just grows and then dies back and then grows and dies back. I don't think I've ever seen the flowers. The flowers are, they look like little alien spaceships. They're really weird. And you can see them on my social. Yeah, on <laughs> your Instagram. Because most of my Instagram is pictures of my sea under. And for those that don't know, it's like a, a spear. It looks like a bulb. It, yeah. it is a bulb. Okay. Like an onion. Right. And then and this, then like, something comes up the middle, shoots out of the top. It starts. So where it looks f- like asparagus at the beginning, teeny yeah. teeny, and then it branches off and becomes just the weirdest. But where thing. do the flowers bloom from? At that? the top, like when the, uh, the top of the branches. Oh man, it's really fascinating. It's very strange. Hashtag sea onion. I'm, su- I'm surprised Scott has not uh, a time lapse video. Oh, you know he's not that interested, but I would do that. And I have a cousin named Beth, and onward we go. <laughs> So I'm going to read you. Oh, this so is big Sunday. This is Palm Sunday. Yes. Palm Sunday is one of those where everyone shows up, right? Because we give out free stuff on 
Palm Sunday, which is also called Passion Sunday. Oh, okay. We start with a little gospel at the door. Yes, that's right. And then we do the Passion, the, the reading of the Passion, passion at the gospel and the time. The crowd yells, crucify, crucify him. him. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I get real into it. <laughs> so today, <laughs> we're going to look at that first short gospel that first we use. Gospel. That normally happens outside if you are at yeah, church. Or it, or even just at the entrance at the doors. Oh, right, know, right. Within the sound system. Okay, I'm going to read you from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21. Here we go. When Jesus and his disciples drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find an ass tethered and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them here to me. And if anyone should say anything to you, reply, the master has need of them. Then he will send them at once. This happened so that what had been spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. Say to daughter Zion, behold, your king comes to you, meek and riding on an ass and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had ordered them. They brought the ass and the colt and laid their cloaks over them, and Jesus sat upon them. The very large crowds spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and strewed them on the road. The crowds preceding him and those following kept crying out and saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was shaken and asked, Who is this? And the crowds replied, This is Jesus the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. All right. Okay. Okay. Very dramatic. Yes. Very dramatic scene. What do you notice? Uh, they, they say ass. <laughs> that is... That is true. And probably as a kid, I was like, <gasps> scandalous. Bad word. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is classic. Nothing yep. really stood out to me. Really nothing? Did you notice there weren't palms? Well, they said branches. Yeah, but not palms. Isn't that interesting? Only John mentions palms. Say, say palms one more time. Palms. <laughs> in Mark, the disciples cut leaves from the field. Right. And in Matthew, they cut off branches from the trees. So it's really specifically not palms. My question is, is that like a a tradition? Stephen. Oh, like, my gosh. I don't care what they did. I just want to know why. You're like did. a ringer. Okay, so <clears throat> palms were sort of a sign of victory. They, you would wave palms oh, okay. for victory. But you notice that they spread their, their cloaks on the ground. On the ground, right? too, even though he's on a donkey. Yeah. So, like, he's not walking on it. Like, he's not right. avoiding. He's already avoiding dirt. Right. Right, right, right. Okay. Oh, my gosh. See, you're picking up on things, which is really cool. Okay. So, also, the Jews would cut um, palms from the trees for the Feast of Tabernacles. They would make little sheds. It was oh. called sukkot, and they would make little sukkot huts and okay. live out there. And it was like a, a – basically, all Jewish holidays, this is what I'm learning. Okay. I'm open to um, correction on this, but all Jewish holidays, holidays are celebrations of when they've been freed from oppressors. Right, because they had a, right? That's their history. One after another. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay. So the cloaks mentioned here yep. were um, were to associate Jesus with the kingship of Israel because they flash back to when Yehu was pronounced king. That's in the second book of Kings, right? And the quote there is, they all took their cloaks and spread them for him on the bare steps. They were re, like redoing a scene oh. from their history. Okay, a skit. Kind of, yes, exactly. A run-on okay. skit. Because what they were implying mm-hmm. was that Jesus was their king. <gasps> okay? Okay. Yep. Oh, there's so much more. Yep. You're going to love this. So uh, long story short, we can put together clues that the people who were gathered there that day knew their Jewish religion well. Okay. Remembered scripture. And we're seeing things that day that reminded them about important things they knew about God. So, so these are really these are really good Jewish people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there, which leads us to the next thing. Okay. Which okay. Which is the large crowd that was gathered. Yep. Right. Yeah. So they were there for Passover. So yeah. So feast. everyone would come to Jerusalem. Right? Yes. Well, exactly. Was he in Jerusalem? He was. This is his entry into Jerusalem. Okay, so this is, is this like people were already lining up because it was crowded and then Jesus kind of broke through? Going to get to that. Stand by. So they were there for Passover, a feast that happened once a year. It drew hundreds of thousands of Jewish people from around the area. Okay. Celebrating what? Passover. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But Moses. Moses They had been saved from oppression. Yeah. Right? Right, right. It, It... Celebrates the biblical story of the Israelites' escape from slavery Egypt. in Egypt. Egypt. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there were people, and so they're they're gathered already. There's a crowd in Jerusalem, hundreds of thousands of people gathered in the city. Wow. To celebrate this feast, and the people who chant, remember what they say, Hosanna. So this is from Psalm 18, okay, which is a hymn about another big feast that celebrates what? Repression. <laughs> repression. Freedom from Free- oh, freedom. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say in that psalm, they say, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. So another flashback, right? Okay. The word Hosanna means save us, assure our success. Okay. Did you know that? No. Me neither. I just thought it was like, yay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like a woo woo. Okay, okay, wow. So they, what are they saying in Hosanna again? So they're saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. But what does that mean? You hear this in, in church, by the way. Yes. Um. So it's, I'm going to read you the rest of the section of Psalm 18, 118, okay? Yep. So it says, I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. Right? There's some familiar words in there. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to come back to this. Okay. Let's talk about the ass and the colt. Yes, right. He goes and tells people to go get it. Right. Yep. What do you think about that? It, you know, it's one of those like magic tricks that Jesus does, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
But I only can think of this one moment that he does this. I think that's not true. I think actually what it means is that he had a network of people. Okay. Like on his on the road to Jerusalem who he could like you think send word. Yeah. Okay. Tell them this it's like a code word he's saying to them, right? Mm-hmm. He has need of the master has need of them. Okay. It's like a I don't know, Passover. So maybe they met him before while he was healing and yeah. it was like, hey, I need a donkey yeah. for Passover. Right. Okay. Right. But so, why, a, why a donkey? Why is he on a donkey? What a great question. If no one else Stephen. is on that. Right. Does, no one else enters Jerusalem like that. He's actually on an ass and a colt, which I don't know the physics of that. How Two he does them animals? Both. Yeah. So the gospel writer says explicitly that Jesus is fulfilling a prophecy here. It says to fulfill the prophecy. This was to fulfill the prophecy, right? And that's from Zechariah in the Old Testament where it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout out aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. So there it is. Like he mentions too, Zechariah talks about two. Okay. So Jesus is setting it up so he is fulfilling that prophecy exactly. Okay? Okay. So here we are. That sounds right. He's a king. He's humble. He's triumphant. Although there's more to this story. And I want to remind you something that I think is really important every week, every year at Holy Week. When you're hearing the stories, I try to remind myself this every time. I know how it ends. Right. Right? Yeah. And, but no one in the story knows how it ends. True. Right? So I always try to think about how baffling all of this must have been to Jesus' disciples. And how, like, what was going on in the minds of the people in the crowd? Like, how did they? Because it's, because they're good Jewish people, so they know the story. Right. And then it's, like, happening. Yeah. And it's, like, deja vu? Or, like, is this really... Well, I think it, yeah. connecting the dots while it's all happening. I think they are. Uh, and yeah. I think it sets up a particular expectation Oh, that we're going to get to. Okay. So and Maybe that's why, we, you know, plus his healings and his way he's preaching, right. but maybe that's why he has so many numbers. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. yeah. People are hearing about so him. So he's not just gathering the outcasts. Mm-hmm. He's also gathering really good Jewish people. They're starting to hear... About this guy and starting to think, oh, we've been waiting for a Messiah. Yeah. We've been waiting for a king. Let's see what's I happening. Let's see why the others right. want him gone. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Because he's taking two groups, not just the poor. It probably was like fine that he yeah. was healing the outcasts. Yeah. But now he's like taking our, the people. Like he's grabbing the attention of... The Jewish people. Yeah, who know the Torah, who know their traditions, who know all this. And who are currently what? Oppressed. Oppressed. Right? By Roman? Or... By the Romans. Okay. Okay. So here we are. We've got a king who's humble and triumphant. Um, the Zechariah scripture calls for a donkey and a colt. So there you go. Check, check. Yep. But I want to read you the whole section of Zechariah that okay. he is citing. And it's titled, The Coming Ruler of God's People. So it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you triumphant and victorious as he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the full of a donkey. We got that. But then it goes on. 
He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim, and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall command peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, and from the river of the ends, the river to the ends of the earth. And as for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore you double. For I have bent Judah as my bow. I have made Ephraim its arrow. I will arouse your sons, O Zion, against your sons, O Greece, and wield you like a warrior's sword. Getting a little warlike, aren't okay. we? Yeah, yeah. And then it finishes, big finish. Then the Lord God will appear over them and his arrow go forth like lightning. The Lord God will sound the trumpet and march forth in the whirlwinds of the south. The Lord of hosts will protect them and they shall consume and conquer the slingers. They shall drink their blood like wine and be full like a bowl, drenched like the corners of the altar. For what goodness and beauty are his. Grain shall make the young men flourish and new wine the young women. So we're getting really wow. whipped up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like it. So the the references that we heard in the story <laughs> are like meek and peaceful, mm-hmm. right? But the rest of the story that they don't cite. Right. But everyone knows. Right. Right. War. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So so I'm guessing that the priests and the Pharisees don't see Jesus coming in peacefully. Stephen, it's like I paid you to set up my next <laughs> section, and you are killing it. So we bring it back to our gospel reading, okay? So Jesus is entering the temple. The Jeru- he's entering Jerusalem where the temple is see. in the week of Passover, the week right. of the feast. Possibly, I even read, on Lamb Selection Day. The day well, they would lamb to select to be to sacrifice. <gasps> I know. So they, even now he's pissing off the lamb <laughs> readers. I just think that's such a secret little thing. Little because he's the passion. Pa, uh, he's the lamb. He's he, the he's the lamb. The, yeah, the lamb of God. Hmm. Right. And and more people going to be there. Yep. Another reason for big crowds. Yeah, big crowds. Wow. So there's tension. The tension is really high in this area. Okay. And here's the story about the area. The whole area of Palestine is under Roman control, mm-hmm. okay? And Judea is a small area, which is where Jerusalem is in, yep. that contains the only people who have refused to worship the emperor in the past. Oh, okay? it's a little protest. Okay. Which would be Herod the Great. Rome loved Herod because Herod kept Judea stable. Okay. But when he died, Rome split the area among three rulers. His successor only lasted two years. That's not an interesting point. But then he was replaced by Pontius Pontius Pilate. Pilate. Okay. Okay. So he was the name we know. So he is declared to continue what Harry did. Right. Keep the peace. He's not Roman, but the Romans oversee him. Oh. Okay. Not Roman. No. So Pontius Pilate lives doesn't live in Jerusalem. Okay. He was he lived in Caesarea. Which is a city oh, up great vacation place. on the coast, <laughs> home of the Caesar salad, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, but in Passover every year, remember that there are hundreds of thousands of Jewish people gathering. Yeah. And, and they're celebrating what? Uh, freedom. From oppressors. <laughs> oppressors, which are Romans. Right, which would make Pilate not psyched about this. Yeah, he would have his police out. 
Right. Yeah. He's determined Taints. to keep things cool. Right. So Rome would know he's got it all set. Right. He has a There's no problem point. here. Everything's just fine. Yeah. So, you ready? This is where it gets so freaking cool. Okay. I love this. You're glowing right now. I know. I love this. So every year as the festival started, yep. Pilate would head south to, Jer- to Joppa and then to Jerusalem. Okay. And he would enter the city from the west side. Okay. With lots of fanfare, riding on a white stallion, mm. which symbolizes military con- conquest. Yep. Looking very powerful, surrounded by his soldiers. And he would ride right into town, right into the middle of the festival as a show of like, power. Yeah. Right? Like, like you're having this festival because I'm here. I'm allowed. I am it. here. Right. Exactly. Yep. Just remember who's in charge. Yeah. On the other side of town, because... This little little boy from (laughs) Nazareth. Remember, it says he came in from the east, from Bethany and Bethpage. Okay. So his people are gathered for the feast, filling the town on the west side, Pilate with his soldiers. And this is from Rob Bell. I love this quote. On the east side, a dirty, sweaty rabbi on a stinky donkey with his Mm. ragtag disciples. Yeah. So, like... Isn't this the best image? Yeah, the yin and the yang. They're like coming, heading right, right toward each other. Yeah. In the center of this festival. And people are seeing it and thinking, oh, oh man. Yeah. Here oh, we go. <laughs> yes. Oh, Elijah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Elijah. Here we go. This right. Let's. And then so the priests and the Pharisees are seeing like, what are you doing? We have to right. pay homage to the... Romans. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. And then those who are selling lambs are like, I just want to sell my lambs. I just need to get these lambs off Once a year. It's all my whole quarter. Can't we all just (laughs) get through this week? Okay. Wow, okay. Isn't that so cool? So it does does seem more uh, military. Yes. Like, this is definitely not coming in peace. Right. It could be taken that way. So that's kind of cool. Right. So, but... Like their their I don't know their expectation of this Messiah is not quite right mm. right yes donkey yeah. yes peace but also they're expecting that Messiah then to like empower them to rise up right yes over their oppressors yeah 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 militarily wise right yes. Jesus does spoiler alert the entire opposite mm. right Jesus becomes a victim. Yeah. Of their, of the oppressors. Right. Uh, so the story is. Not a Moses in that sense. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, I just think this story is so cool. Right. And when you hear it, first of all, you're not paying attention. It's the beginning of Mass. Yeah. You're dreading the passion because it's going to take 10 yeah. minutes. Is, is the priest going to allow us to stand or sit? Right. <laughs> yeah. You've got palms in your hands. You're tickling your siblings with them. Yes, yes. You're asking for palms. Right. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm really psyched to bring this story to you because there's so much more to it. It's so visual. Yeah. So crazy. That's that's so interesting. Is there there a reason why East? Is it just because he was coming in the West? Yeah, sort of. East is um, good and West is bad. Okay. Yeah. Churches used to be built, even Catholic churches used to be built facing the east or Jerusalem. Oh, all right. And um, if you're on the west side of Jerusalem. (laughs) Right. Which they don't really do anymore, but they that was the reason, that was one reason for 
priests facing the altar okay. instead of the people because they were facing, facing east toward Jerusalem. Toward uh, Jerusalem. Okay. Isn't that cool? That's a little trivia yeah, for you. Yeah, that's cool. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so. Wow. I just want to say one more, more thing yeah, about yeah, yeah. this. Please. The Gospel of Matthew is written in about 80 or 90 CE, current okay. era, AD, AD. And it's written to Messianic Jews, so Christian Jews okay. who believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Okay. And who have been scattered and sort of rejected. Oh, all right. From their people, their temple has been smashed, mm -hmm. so there's no central place of worship or sacrifice. Okay. And they have been moved out of Jerusalem up to Antioch, which is in Greece. Okay. So, and it's been about, let's say, 50 years since Jesus was killed. Wow. Okay. Okay. When that gospel is written. That's like the 70s now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Writing, right. We'd be writing about the 70s, right? Right, yeah. So can you think about like what particular message would Matthew want these new Christians to know from this story? Uh, I'm guessing the connections back to the Torah. Yeah. 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 Like really confirming their beliefs even mm -hmm. though they have been... Even though they've been oppressed. Yeah. Right? Even yeah. though they've been like smashed down. Right. I think he's saying, for one thing, like, you're betting on the right horse. Yes. Like, you've got, you are on the right you're team. Right. You are yep. correct in following this Messiah. This is the Messiah. All the Old Testament stuff confirms it. Yep. Right? Yep. So don't give up, yep. even though you're having such a hard time. Right. I think, too, an important message is about our expectations of who God is mm -hmm. and how God's supposed to work. Right, right. You know, may not be exactly what we... Yeah. Think. Right. Always. Yeah. Always. It's like Always. It's <laughs> yeah. like that. It's funny, right? Like they looked back and said, oh, yeah, this confirms this piece of the prophecy. Mm -hmm. But we, we just won't mention the other piece. Yeah. That's like all bloody and horrifying. Right, right, right. And I think too. Or threatening. Just like, you no. Know. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah, would know, the right? He was a donkey. Yeah. 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 And then I think too, like, this is a nonviolent response mm -hmm. to violence. Yeah. Which I. He didn't do anything that... Yeah. I mean, he did things that... They definitely... He definitely seems to have known what he was doing. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is all true. And he um, is definitely, like, you know, daring them. Yeah. He's leaning in, for sure. I wonder what changed. What do you mean? Because, like, we know last week that he ran away from where Mary and Martha and... Yeah. Zyke... <laughs> like Lazarus Lazarus <laughs> okay yeah uh, and so now he so I'm just it's just interesting that he's now like embracing his right. ending well I think last week he sort of said well if you're gonna go big you know if you're gonna go go big yeah so okay we're going back to a place where it's dangerous for me to be mm -hmm. I might as well go yeah. all the way yeah just interesting he shifted I think so too I think so too think he got a vision yeah yeah, or or maybe it is what he heard from Elijah and Moses. Oh, transfig. At the transfiguration. Yeah. Maybe they were like, okay, here's a game plan. Right, right. Right? This is going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Isn't it so cool how this is all sort of working together? Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know if it's just Matthew this year, but Lent is just like crazy good yeah. in the Gospels. Yeah. I was... Two thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> For those that don't have thumbs, five stars. <laughs>
Yeah, but you have to treat it like a story. Exactly. And some, I some people don't. Right. Yeah. They're like, this is, yeah. I don't know. Like, Well, in mass, I mean, this story at mass is going to be like bleeped right over. Yeah. Right? Because right. the star of the day is, is Palm Sunday. Is the Palms. And Palm, the um, the Passion never used to be read at, at Palm Sunday. Oh, okay. It used to be just this story. Yeah. But at some point, they added it because... Otherwise, you would never hear the passion story unless you went to to Good Friday. But this story in particular, I think, just deserves so much more attention because yeah. it's so vivid and yeah. it's so like the tension. You can feel the tension rising. Right. It's so, so cool. So what do we take from this week as we continue into Holy Week and into yeah. Easter, which I am so happy that we're here. Are you? I'm done with Lent. You are. Lent has been very busy for me. I've been loving always, it. Always. 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 But yeah. I'm I'm ready to not teach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm actually really ready for Alpha. That's what I'm really Oh, Alpha's for. coming up. Yeah. Let's uh let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we've covered every angle yeah. on this, right? Yeah, a lot of you talking, but it was really I know. great. I know. I'm so pumped facts. to tell this story. Steven's just finishing his coffee and he wants you to know that you can find us on our socials. Yes. You can find me on my website, M-A-R-G-O-M-O-R-I-N. And Margo just added um, church mission speaker to her resume. So. <laughs> I've done it before, oh, but it was, oh. it's been a while. And okay. But I do love to well, come and speak. The... I'll come yeah. and speak to your She's church. She's really great. You... Oh, that reminds me. Yes. I'm doing a... Um, I've been hired to do a women's day of prayer at a parish down on the Ooh. South Shore. In sept- no, Sorry, next so month, sure. I think. And then I'll be running an overnight retreat what? in Ipswich in September. So we'll have more infor- yeah. information. Yeah, they'll all that. be at, on margomori.com. Yeah, you Excellent. know it. And for our listeners, um, we uh, my friend of mine, Rich, was to start, uh, did a mission in Florida. And yep. he uh, mentioned that. So if you're listening, welcome. Hi, Florida. And um, we're also hired to fly down to Florida. <laughs> and to do Florida. Yeah. You betcha. Yeah, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Stephen. Thank you for listening to me. Blab yeah, and happy blab. Holy Weeks, Margo. Oh, thank you, Stephen. Have fun waving that palm. Oh, I'm going to be waving some palms. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>